Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. We are back, and it is September 7th, and we are just days away from the beginning of the 2022-2023 Lions Super Bowl season. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, baby. Anyways, um, so on this episode, we'll we'll react to the last Hard Knocks for a brief moment, but then really, we're going to be predicting um, the Lions record for the season, maybe a couple awards, and then uh, previewing week one here. Uh, against the Eagles, and there's a lot to talk about with the injury report and how we're gonna face this team and everything like that. So, don't put that phone down. Don't turn off the radio wherever you're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> we got a lot of good stuff for you. But first, let's just react to Harden actually really quick. Uh, let's get that out of the way. Last episode, hey, wait. you gotta oh, introduce your crew. Oh my God! What? First one. <laughs> Sorry. A lot of things in my mind, a lot of exciting things. Sorry. Right, so I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid. <laughs> we got UJ. Hey, everybody. Rudd Dog. Yo. And then Bob. Hello, Lions fans. And maybe he'll chime in every once in a while, but we got a producer kid, Jay, on the line as well. Uh, so we hear that voice that you'd make. That seems lovely, out of place. All right. Now we can start the podcast. (laughs) Right. Um, So let's just react to Hard Knocks really quick. Is there anything that you guys notice? I'll just start really quick with the thing I noticed from the Uh, episode. My one takeaway was uh, just how all the players, even though they're getting cut, still respect the hell out of the coaching staff. I thought that was really interesting. That That was was interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I ever get fired, though, I want want Campbell and Holmes to fire me. (laughs) I'd just go out of there feeling good. I want to hire them to break up with my girlfriends when I want to end it. You know, they just make them feel good. Oh, it, it was. Maybe you could do that on Cameo or something. You know what's funny, though? I love how it's oh, like, yeah. who was it harder for? The guy who was losing his job? <laughs> like, you know, the guy who had to take it. Like, Dan was like, he was dying in there. That's a hard thing to do, though. It's, it, was, it, is. it was tough to watch some of those guys. Skipper was uh, not looking too happy there. I think they cut away right before he started to actually break down. I think he went all the way. Yeah, but some of those guys, yeah. it was really got to give him credit. Hey, can you blame Pimpleton, him? I mean, his attitude is just incredible. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. The smile and the whole time. Yeah, I know. Hey, he conveyed it to a roster spot. And easy. I mean, he. I think he kind of summed up what the season was about and what this coaching staff's about that he says they, they let them be themselves, you know, that be their own person. And I think I think that says a lot about the whole coaching staff, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Bob, did you have any takeaways? Um, yeah, that was probably the main thing. The only other takeaway I just have in general about the show is I think it's pretty much run its course. I think, uh, <laughs> I don't know, you guys want, want that all season, but I think the uh, uh, hard knocks, I think probably four episodes would have been good. But 
Now, yeah, now football's I was re- here. I, I was ready. Really about it. Yeah, we're, we're ready for the season to start. <laughs> yeah, now. we're definitely ready for the season. Yeah, you're, I don't know, I'm not exactly agreeing with you, Bob, but uh, yeah, that by the last one, it's like, yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. I would, going, but, yeah. I would not be mad if we had what the Cardinals had now, like if it just continued from hard knock through the season. Like, that wouldn't make me mad. I'd like that. It's like double dose of Lions every week for the whole season. That would not be. <laughs> not make me mad at all but yeah. uh it's hard to get enough of dan campbell though. the a couple of oh, the one things I, I i really love that when he's on yeah pull penny sewell out you know because he had a certain number of plays around him, and he's motherfucking me he's just is it, the fucking <laughs> yeah, rookies yeah. motherfucking me i had a tear in my eye i was so proud <laughs> <It's> like, <yeah. laughs> i love that that was awesome that was yeah. just a I great moment great moment that was good <laughs> the, um the thing that's okay go yeah, go, no go ahead Rodog. I really thought uh, what Dan at that last question is what lingered with me the most. The way he thought, sat there for like two minutes straight, just like the question was a simple question. The Lions will what? The 2022 Lions will blank, but he understood the power, how how important it was to answer that question. And he sat there and just like thought silently. Like anyone who thinks this guy is just some meathead is in for something else. Like, Meatheads don't think that deeply. Like, I just love seeing After that. After 30 seconds, it was like, what he was thinking was stupid. He's like, shit, I can't say that. <laughs> damn, yeah, bro. Uh, oh, damn it. <laughs> no, he's awesome. Love Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lions be- can and will. David Blau uh, departs the Lions or he uh, leaves the Lions for Minnesota. Thoughts about that move at all? Uh, the right move for David Good Blau. riddance, I guess. Well, uh, Blau, I, and they signed Nate Sutfeld. Uh, well, Blau wasn't going anywhere here, and and, I, and Minnesota did it just so they can spy on us and get, get you know get what he learned. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> typical shenanigans. Honestly, he, I just feel good about him leaving. Like I did not even really like. He, I he obviously has something to offer in some capacity, but it doesn't appear to be like throwing the football reliably in a game. Well, Rod, Doug, so, tell me what you really think. Tell us you you were talking to me before. Tell, Tell him what you really what? about David Blau. What do I really think? Oh, uh, I mean, he's got a punchable face. So, I mean, that's <laughs> a I don't know. Face. Not, not mad about seeing him go. He's just not an, he's just not a competent NFL quarterback. I just don't, he's, he must be like a good mind. I, I imagine he'll be like Kellen Moore soon and be on a coaching staff. Yeah. I didn't mind the guy. I thought he was an interesting guy to bring in and I, I was rooting for him, but I think he, Kind of figured out too that he's probably not getting very far in Detroit. And yeah, maybe a change of pace would be good for him. And like you say, the Vikings want some sequels, right? So. Yeah, especially after since they yeah. signed Sud- Sudfeld. So yeah, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he expects though when you're so ineffective at your job though. So uh, hard knocks, it's done, it's over with. Uh, a lot of exposure for the Lions nationally uh, coming to this season. Uh, you, you, you and you, that's. You can tell that by the amount of bets that are on the Lions in Vegas this year compared to um, some priors. A lot of positive vibes. Uh, I think the show had a large role to play with that. Uh, so, yeah, did you see they were talking on the about the jerseys on the on the show about. Yeah, yeah Rodrigo is number two. Yeah, yeah, Hutch is number one, obviously. But yeah, that, <laughs> that was reasons, like the monster yeah. we've created. Absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, 
that's a great point, Bob, about Hard Knocks has definitely reached the fan base uh, in that regard for sure. Hey, Eminem was on there. You know, that's a mega. I know oh, yeah, that's that was cool. Detroit. That was kind of cool. It's kind of weird. And he owns a spaghetti. That spaghetti. Company, Mom's spaghetti, right? man. Yeah. Mom's it's spaghetti, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. As they photographed it with the labels all pointing towards the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's no spaghetti. marketing in this show. <laughs> hey, yeah. Boy. All right. Uh, so, yes. our knock's over. Now it's time for the season to begin. <sighs> Um, oh, baby. Yes, Before we preview, do you guys want to preview week one or do the season predictions first? What do we do? Mm. I think we should talk a few, about a few of the uh, injury things going on here. Basically. Well, that's why I was. That's yeah. why I didn't. I yeah, why don't we talk to... about the game first? Because then we'll have a feeling about where we're. Well, starting except the, the injuries affect that. You know, I Might mean, as well uh, just look the the ugly truth in the face and get it out of the way here. All right, yeah, do you talk- want. Well, Talk I mean, about the injuries in the first game, and then we'll yeah, okay. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that. All right. Yeah. So starting the season on the injury IR, uh, the injured reserve, these guys cannot return to week five. So the big one this week was Big V. Um, yeah. He goes on the IR. He won't be back till week five now. Right. Oh, uh, we're this close to having to starting five. <laughs> Unbelievable. This might sound bad, but Big V would probably be the most replaceable one of the five. I would think. Uh, yeah, maybe. what'd you think about they had Sewell practicing at guard today? Did you see that? <laughs> oh, really? I, I did not yeah. see that. No, yeah. they're trying different combinations. But, yeah, I think. But I hope they a... don't do that. Well, they... there's another issue here too. Uh, Kramer conjunction. Here. Kramer did not show up for practice today. He did not practice. He did yeah. not show he's up. He's supposed to be, you know, supposedly the, you know, the next in line at right guard, and he didn't practice. But no one knows why. It could be an injury. It could be nothing. And also, the other thing I read was that, uh, uh, was it, uh, Frank Ragnow Ragnar. is limited by groin injury. Yes, that's the one. That's what I was thinking. Oh, no. Ragnow. Yeah, that is. All bad. these are back. Uh, Big V's got a back injury. So, Jameson Williams, Cabinda, yeah. Romeo Aquara, Jerry Jacobs, and Josh Pascal, all, uh, as well on the IR, not eligible to return to week five. As UJ mentioned, Tommy Craver out with a back issue, Levi out with a. Wunzerike out with a back issue that'll never go away. John Kaminsky was out with an illness today. Um, jeez. Oh, then limited in practice today was Frank Ragnow with a groin injury. Julian Aquara with a hamstring that he's been dealing with all summer. Chris Board, the linebacker, iffy, was back at practice in a limited capacity today. So nice. that's a good thing. That's actually progress. And then our kicker, uh, the right groin injury, uh, which is his kicking leg uh, he, so. you knew we weren't going to suddenly go unscathed by injury so i guess to be expected but it's crazy how it's cropping up right before yeah I know, I know yeah, i know especially ragnall's got to go up against jordan davis so and the eagles are yeah. pretty much fully healthy yeah pretty evan much, neal yeah. might have to go against evan brown i mean so so um there's a lot more to deal with there than we thought uh just only a few days ago even terms of the injury report the fact that Ragnall's already dealing with this injury is not a good sign either uh he just spent a whole, pretty much a whole year off <laughs> so uh yeah. it's frustrating to see the injury list already but uh nonetheless the lions will have a game to play that is on sunday september 11th the opening day uh and this is in detroit at noon uh and the Lions play at noon every game this year, except for the Thanksgiving one that starts at 11.30. Noon, noon Central time, that is. 
Yeah, well, yeah, we'll I'll get into that. I'll get into the schedule later. Uh, what? What? Uh, <laughs> come on, Z. Come on. All right, let's do let's do the Philly game first. So, all right, last year, the Lions. Uh, oh boy, in week eight, oh, yeah. it was rough. The was Lions horrible. lost forty four to six. Yeah. Was our worst game of the season, right? Gave up 236 yards on the ground rushing. That's five yards a carry, uh, four touchdowns. It was uh, a nightmare. This game was a complete and utter disaster <laughs> by every stretch of the imagination. Yeah, they the Lions could not stop the run at all in that game. Yeah. I, that game, that was probably the low point of the season for me. Uh, I was at that game, and it was like a ghost town, you know. Mm-hmm. They usually fill up the stadium fairly well on a general basis, but uh, it not the people were not liking the product, and it was not showing up that day. Mm-hmm. Was, was that sad. after we had already won, though, our first game? That no, year? we were 0-8. Oh, this... We were 0-8 at that point? Oh, God. No, well, we were 0-8 after this game, so. Oh, man. Yeah. So this is a gr- this is a great barometer to see how much we've improved uh, in one year. Yeah, no kidding. Pe- some pe- a lot of people have the Eagles as their dark horse pick for the Super Bowl this year um, with some of the trades they've made in the offseason. People say Lions have a top five on- offensive line. Well, a lot of people might say the Eagles have the best offensive line in the league next to like, the Chiefs. Uh, so yeah. a great we test for our uh, new defense line. Great test for Hutch uh, right <laughs> out of the gate. Going against teams Lane Johnson, tested. most likely. What's that? Whole team's about to get tested. Oh, absolutely. Um, I like it though. I like a big test like that, and at home was nice to oh, start yeah. out. What's, at home fu- what's funny it. too is on paper it seems like uh, the Eagles have a pretty distinct advantage from top to bottom. However, Vegas doesn't think it's that big. What is it? Three and a half point spread on this game? Because four, which is isn't that much. Uh, That's not. Uh, I don't know. Uh, is it just the uh, positivity coming off of Hard Knocks, or or what? Carry over from that? I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's four, and the over under is forty nine. Uh, it's changed slightly then because of the injuries. I don't know, but uh, I don't yeah. know. But uh, so the Eagles, um, they traded for AJ Brown this uh, during the draft on draft night. They have Devontae Smith still, so uh, mm-hmm. they've improved the wide receivers a little bit. Uh, Jalen Hurts is still their starting quarterback uh, mm-hmm. with Gardner Minshew, my favorite backup in the NFL, uh, <laughs> and, as their second string. But uh, they have Jason Kelsey on the offensive line, Lane Johnson a right tackle, Jordan Milata a left tackle. Uh, so, I mean, it's a pretty stacked up the line. And then Hassan Reddick is their outside linebacker now. Uh, they have Josh Sweat um, at the 1D, t- at 1D end, uh, Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and a guy I'm really fascinated to see, um, Jordan Davis. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. That'll be really as much as I hate to see him on the Eagles. I'm not. I I hate the Eagles, but it'll be really fun to watch him play in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Darius Slay, of course. Uh, yeah. Right. Come back to Detroit. So hopefully he has the yips that day. <laughs> you know, this team might out. have all this down on paper because they have it all. You're right. They got every position. They got like a recognizable name. But I feel like that does not always guarantee success. And we've seen plenty of teams like no, that. So. Sports, football's one on paper. You didn't know that? <laughs> oh, damn. So they change it. win the offseason, you win the Super yeah. Bowl. That's what they usually, that's how it usually goes. Yeah. And football, especially. <laughs> yeah. But I would think that the players who are still who were on last year's team that are on this year's team 
are going to remember that score and be pissed about it. Mm-hmm. Little little added absolutely chip on their shoulder. I there. mean, the, first and foremost, the Lions have to stop the run. This is going to be a team that still wants to run yeah, the ball down your absolutely. throat. Jalen Hurts only threw the ball 14 times last year against the Lions uh, for 103 mm-hmm. yards. So he barely was a factor at all. In the, well, besides his legs. And that, maybe that's the killer. S- seven carries for 71 yards last year uh, for Hurts. Yeah. If yeah, that but we didn't again, have Rodrigo last year, so. Mm-hmm. You know. Hey, and this energized fan base too. The game is sold out. They're selling standing yes. room tickets. That place is going to be electric. Yeah. So, if we punch them in the mouth early, get the crowd against them, could be a could be a fun game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Need to get the crowd into it here in Detroit. I think it could be a real weapon for us if we can get them on our side. You know, give them something to cheer about. So. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, so, Jarrett, this is uh, so. What, oh, uh, I guess the comments as well. Ben Johnson and uh, Dan Campbell. I don't know if they're just like trying to play games or what, but it sounded like Dan Campbell didn't mm. say Ben Johnson has complete control of the offense. Uh, it sounded like it's still uh, a a I team, love the language a duo. Used. Yeah, he Go still ahead. has like a yearning to call the plays. He's not going to lie, like. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> does that mean you're gonna? <laughs> does that mean like it's a perfectly vague answer? And I loved it. It's like, oh, we'll find out. <laughs> he probably wants to hand it over to Ben Johnson intellectually, but he just can't do it because he loves it. Why know. tip anything to the Eagles? Let let them let yeah, the Eagles not know. And I mean, why say anything now? But why hide it? No, well, if you say, okay, I'm gonna call. It, I'm definitely gonna call the plays. Well, they got something to go off of the Eagles from last year. They can they can look at what Campbell did. He had a half a season's work there, and but they know nothing about Ben Johnson calling plays, right? So I mean, well, just yeah. Ben Johnson was helping call the plays. Last well, time. I know, but it's... but I'm I'm just saying it was mostly Campbell, and they can't really key on anything he's done in the past. So it's it's a kind of guessing game what he's going to do. I mean, why, why it tip just taxes off their planning process? Like whatever they do, why tip all. it off now? There's no point exactly until game time. Hmm. That's no all. reason to. Well, I'm so I am uh, curious to see though. Yeah, I I mean this is going to be a huge game for Lee McNeil and the defensive tackles to be able to mm-hmm. you know not get blown off the ball, um like they did last year, uh and free up those linebackers and let Anzalone uh be his all pro <laughs> linebacker self. Did I sense a little sarcasm Z. there, Big Z? <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. I, I am still worried in going in this game about the linebackers. Uh, I, I mean, Rodrigo's look great in the preseason, but that's preseason. Regular season's a different story. But it's really the other linebackers that worry hey, me more. You know, Anzalone was uh, named captain. Teammates, <laughs> yeah, so. that's right. It's true. That's it, good. Also, Josh Woods. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Special captain, teams captain. Special teams captain. I just you I know, don't know. There's something about this, this guy, year. Man, I'm telling you, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I just think this year that Rodrigo might actually be like low key. A lot of this season hinges on him. I think. Like, I think he could be because we didn't do a whole lot to address linebacker this year. We threw a sixth round draft pick at it effectively, and then signed a guy, you know, off of special teams and board. And like, so I mean. But like, if he turns out to be as good as I think he can be, as I think a lot of us feel he can be, like he can be almost like our Micah Parsons. Him and Hutch combined, I think, can take this defense to a whole new level. Uh, and I really do think it. He's going to help shore up, give a firmness in our run game 
you know, in his gap fitting, in his play recognition that we just haven't had in some time. Well, as a pub- public uh, service announcement, I would like to say that this is the part of the dangers of drinking too much Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> he was mainlining that. He was straight no, I mean, up mainlining Bob. I'm not saying that's Straight what's going to happen. I'm just saying if he plays as good as we think he can, that, I think that's what's going to help <laughs> the, our The ceiling. joys of Kool-Aid. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So Malcolm good. Rodriguez. So what's your point, UJ? Yeah, <laughs> well, if Rodriguez is like listening to the podcast, which I know he is, uh, then <laughs> like most players do. The pressure's all on you, man. Yeah, all on you. On a you. Six, yeah, hinges on you. Rodriguez. That's it, man. Oh, yeah, baby. Whole season. I think hinges. he can handle it. Dude's built like granite. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but Big Z, you're absolutely right. The only the, the way for us to win this game is we have to slow down their run game. If we can do that, we got a chance in this game. I seriously think because if we can make Hurts uh, just throw the ball or have to throw the ball, it's really to our advantage. So, yeah, we got to stop yeah, that. I would run say game. our explosive. I'd say our explosive plays will be the key to this game. I actually think our offense will do okay in this game. Uh, like, I think if we can score, I agree the defense obviously has to do something, but like I think if we can score, as long as our offense is capable of doing what we want, I think we can win this game. That's going to be a lot of the season. You have the, the score just has to, to win? Be oper- Are you sure about that? <laughs> Wait. Oh, shit. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of the wrong sport. <laughs> but no, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that like, you gotta like. I think you see it in so many games, like that uh, Notre Dame Ohio State game. You just could tell the potential for Ohio State to score at any given moment was that much greater than Notre Dame's. The teams that have the offense at the end of the game and when you need it are the teams that seem to win these days. And uh, I mean, I think that's partly by design. But oh, yeah, oh yeah, I Notre mean, Dame's zero uh, and one. I forgot about that. No, Michigan is one and zero. But anyway, <laughs> oh, back to the NFL. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, that's a real big comparison there. <laughs> Had to get that Michigan shout out in there, didn't you, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michigan's non conference schedule is horrendous. Like, it is. It's terrible. Yeah. Like, Hawaii? They're 50, they're 52 point favorites this week, Michigan. Crazy. Yeah. JJ's getting the start. So. They got the kind of season you need to go undefeated, huh, to get into the playoffs. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. All right. Back to the Lions. The Come on. Back to the Lions now. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get uh, down to it, shall we, uh, with our first prediction oh boy, so of the 2022-2023 season. And that, of course, is the Lions at home, four-point underdogs, 49 over-under. This one's in Detroit at noon, Central, 1 o'clock Eastern. UJ, what is your prediction? Oh, boy, I get game? to start this one off. Thanks, Big C. Oh, boy, where do I start? Where do I start? Uh, well. Like we At talked about earlier, it's all in the running game. Okay, this is the key for us is stopping that running game. Slow, let's let's say slowing down the Eagles' running game. Uh, I think our offense will do fairly well with the Eagles. Uh, we have too many weapons right now, and and I can just see us making use of them. Uh, I think Goff's gonna have a good game, a couple touchdown passes at least. Uh, the key though is our defense, man. If we can slow down that run, and I think we can do it. Uh, we just have to keep them to like under 150 yards, I'd say, which is a pretty safe bet. We could do it. And uh, this team's going to be jacked up, man. We're, we're, we're ready. And the, the crowd's going to be electric. It's going to be fantastic. So, oh, boy. I know a lot of people are picking against them, but I, I'm leaning. I think the Lions are going to pull this one out. 
I really do. I think they. I think they're gonna. It's gonna be the over. It's gonna be a high scoring game. Mm-hmm. I mm. think uh, Lions win 39-27. Oh yes, yes. I think we pull. Uh, the Eagles have a chance right at the end to uh, go ahead, but we're gonna do a pick six and uh, mm. go up by two scores. Pull out this game. Mm. Put it away. I think we we started the season one and zero. Against yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, yeah, baby. On our way. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. All right. Rudd Dog. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no doubt this this team, this Eagles team looks pretty loaded. Everyone's pretty hyped about them. You know, I keep seeing all these people saying this is like a for sure loss on our and stuff. People not as wise as you, Dave. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Bob was right. I think they're we're going to be pissed about last year. I think this team isn't going to know what freaking hit them. I think they're going to come in and uh, the, there's just too many things. They're about to get hit by a freaking freight train of of energy that's been built of of like pent up just, uh, you know, uh, I can't say there's, there's just no words, but, uh, you know, like that. Like it's ready to burst, and we're gonna fucking hit them like a sledgehammer. If you gotta step out, and we're moment. gonna get the yeah. over. <laughs> Courtesy flush over there. <laughs> we're gonna get the over forty-five to thirteen. We're gonna dominate them. We're gonna send the return the favor they gave us last year. Thirty-five to thirteen. That's your that's your prediction. Yes, Chark's <laughs> gonna go off. St. Brown, Swifty boy gonna be freaking awesome we're gonna be feeling good good light all right good light, thank you for that yeah. we <laughs> like it what do you say the courtesy flush over there yeah <laughs> or whatever we thought there's rough. something wrong with your it was pretty rough. yeah you're you're bearing down there you know yeah. all right, all right. words escaped me all right game one i've been waiting for this all year so excited about this game um, Connor and I will be in attendance. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, I think this game's going to be good. The offense, I'm just excited to see what they are. I mean, we got hints about it in practice, but we don't get to see any of the plays they have uh, drawn up. You know, those very vanilla offenses of the preseason. But I, I think they got some tricks up their sleeve, and I'm excited to see these offensive uh, weapons we have on, uh, especially our receivers now, and uh, an energized. Uh, swift so offense will be, be be fine and i think the defense are starting to believe in themselves and hutch is going to go off he's going to put himself on the map right away so i'm excited i think we get the revenge match here 30 oh yeah the, and what this one element that could happen too mm. if we get hurts out of the game if uh you know hutch knocks him out then Minshew will come in and then we'll have he'll be throwing to shark the whole time not realizing he's on the other <laughs> team. So, 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 so that could help us too. There's an element we didn't so take out. 36 to 16 Ooh. Lions. Man. Yeah. Well, uh, momentum yeah. from there. I like it. A lot of points yeah, all are firing off. It. All right. Okay. Well, if you're Big Z's Bob's conservative prediction now. Okay. <laughs> Come on. This is going to be a tough one. Like I was mentioning, this Eagles team uh, has a deep roster. I forgot to mention CJ Gardner-Johnson, who they just traded for as well. Um, oh, no. Yeah. 
CJ Gardner Johnson. So they are screwed, they, guys. Can I change my prediction back? Go for it. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't care. All right, Big D. Come on. Let him talk. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is going to be a tough one. Uh, I do think the Lions get down early, actually, in this one. I, I do think they're going to have it. But Aaron Glenn, I think, is going to make some adjustments in the second half that allows the Lions to come back. They win it with a late field goal, 24 Ooh. to 23. Ooh. And the Lions take the first game but it'll be a it'll be a close one sounds I, like a hard I do think it'll be a close it'll one. be the under you're, it like, you're picking the under in this game i am so we'll i, I think there'll be a lot game. of rush i think there'll be a lot of rushing uh which melts the clock down faster too so mm. i do like the under if, if i had to pick my favorite bet in the game would be the under but uh all right alas man. so but we all have predicted a lion's victory Whoa! Uh, we, what? I never done. Connor's not here, but he did predict the Lions would win. I don't have a. Have we ever done that before? All right. Have we ever all picked the same before? This is unprecedented. I think we I think. have. I'm not 40. sure. It's unprecedented. <laughs> this is our 50th prediction, I believe. Too. This is our fourth season doing this. Wow. Uh, 16 games. 16 games, and they went to 17 last year. So that's 49. Wow. So 50. This is number 50 Carry prediction, and every fifth, every 50, or all. Each one of the 50, we <laughs> predicted a Lions victory in uh, as, as a unanimous uh, decision. Surely yeah. there must be a rupture in the space-time continuum. This is inconceivable. And we all now <laughs> get paid the veteran minimum. So that's a, yeah. that's a good thing. Hey, like Jared Davis. Right. Yeah. All right. Can we so, talk about the practice squad a little bit, though? The new nature of it and everything? I'm sorry. Was I, yeah, real quick. Go for it. fascinated by this? Slightly fascinated, but go for it. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, it's kind of crazy. Like, it's like there's a new dynamic that's been sort of hiding out there. This, like, bench squad. What, like, and what's the rules around it? Is it the same as practice squad? You can just hide veterans on it now, too? Or does anyone know the answer here? Yeah. I mean, you Bueller? can either put a veteran on uh, They They changed the rules uh, during COVID. Um, as and part of the CBA, or maybe it's part of the CBA. I can't remember exactly, but it, it, I mean, it's either a spot, yeah, for like, if you need an emergency veteran or if you want to develop a player, it's really how you, you know each team wants to use those slots. But it's also yeah. interesting that you can pay above the minimums. Like it's like you can pay you can. Jer- That wasn't like the practice squad. Could hey, you always we could pay? do a whole episode on the practice squad rules. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that would be. We should go into <laughs> I mean, it, it counts against the salary cap, so it's not like it's just like they, they can pay whatever they want on yeah, the practice squad. It, it counts against the salary cap. So. My point yeah. is it changes the whole strategy of roster building as well. It's it's pretty, it's a pretty massive change as if you look at it in the way like the fact that Jared Davis can now sit ready to join our you know team at any moment or like that just wasn't possible before. You had maybe some young rookies who just weren't ready for the main roster, but you know having seasoned vets in reserve is nice. It's different. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason for that, I think, is uh, the Lions maybe didn't want him to get picked up by another team. Uh, oh, I get that. I'm just saying the whole concept. It's like I get it's for the 17 game season to help, you know, carry through eat better. But I still think it's pretty fascinating. All right. No. So uh, may- maybe we could touch on that more uh, down the line. <laughs> But right now, I want to get into our season predictions. So really quick, the Lions, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, play every game at noon 
one mm. noon central, one o'clock Eastern this year, except for Thanksgiving, which is at eleven thirty. But um, I'm just gonna run through the schedule for you really quick. So the Lions hosting the Eagles, obviously this week, week one, week two hosting Washington, week three at Minnesota, week four home against Seattle, week five at New England, bye week, week six, another early bye week, mm. sucks. Uh, week yeah seven. Uh, by the way, that bye week is October sixteenth. So if you have big vacation plans, make them then. All right, Sunday, October 23rd, that's week seven. That's at Dallas right after the bye. Then home and home against Miami and Green Bay. Then at Chicago, at New York. Then home against Buffalo on Thanksgiving. Ooh, great Thanksgiving game. That's the one you want to catch Buffalo on. Uh, Then home against Jacksonville in Minnesota. Then at New York, at Carolina. Then home against Chicago. Then at Green Bay. That's the 18-week season for you yeah. so i look i love buffalo on thanksgiving I do yeah. too. Awesome. It's, it's gonna amazing. be really interesting yeah <laughs> so who wants to go first with their season prediction their record for the season who wants well, i could start it out all right bob yes um, well i'm buying into the uh campbell mania and all this <laughs> stuff and uh, i think they're gonna surprise some people uh and make the playoffs i see an 11 and 7 record for the squad. Ooh, they play like 18 games. Yeah, is it? Wait, or 10 and <laughs> seven. What did I say? 10 and 7. Sorry about that. Oh. What, did we lose seven. our first playoff game again? <laughs> no, then we win the first. Uh, okay, season. 10 and 7. I like it, brother. Yeah, I do like I it. I like it. Sorry about that. Who do you uh, who do you have them losing to uh in the, in, the, in out of those seven? Well, let's see. I think one of those Minnesota games unfortunately I like mm-hmm. a say, I, you don't have to probably, point them all out. Just, just point out a few. Green Bay, you know. But I don't know. Might surprise Buffalo. I just think we're going to lose some, but uh, we're going to be in most all these games. Yeah, for sure. And that would be a big, I mean, seven game proof would be massive in uh, one year. Campbell and Payne. Yeah. Yeah. So go Lions. Yeah. All Lions, right. Baby. Rudd Dog. All right. So I don't know. Like, all these people keep talking about progress like it has to be this like baby step thing like well if we go from three one and whatever to to six that's like we're happy and all these people are saying we're happy and i'm like why would we be happy with that you know i don't the way i see it you know the kind of growth that dan campbell's growing here it's going to be exponential so what we had 3.5 wins last year times 3.5 that's exponential growth equals 12.25 wins i'm going to round up to 13 wins this year i just think this team is i don't see anyone on the schedule that i'm actually scared of obviously there's some stack teams and you know it's the nfl there's a lot of it's going to be crazy it's going to be really hard but i just think this team's going to have embody what dan campbell is stilled in them and, and they're going to be gritty and they're going to be tough. And I think they have the talent, especially on offense to, to win every game they're in and, you know, sure. They got to lose some, so there'll be some of that in there, but they're going to win the division defense? as well. What's that? On, do they have it on defense? Oh, I think they No, Here's the thing. I think this defense is going to be a little bit firmer than last year. <laughs> 
maybe even a lot more. But it's, like I said, it's going to hinge a lot on Rodrigo. On <laughs> Rodrigo, <laughs> Rodrigo. I mean, the the progress is going to hinge a lot on Rodrigo. Like I'm not saying it's all his. You know, if he's good, we're you know we're good. If not, but like actually, it's going to be kind of like kind of like it's kind of like that. Like obviously, Hutch Hutch has to do his thing too, but. Here's we didn't address linebacker and he's our best chance to dramatically improve the position and he's showing all signs that he will and so I think he just increases our ceiling uh with those signs and so I think our defense is going to be explosive I think they're going to be opportunistic I don't think they're necessarily going to be you know the most shutdown defense I think they'll give up some plays but I think they're going to be scrappy and guys like uh, Warrior are going to go off. I think Chase Lucas is going to play a, a meaningful role in this defense by midseason. Um, I think our safeties, I like our safeties. I hope Kirby Joseph, I hope to see him take over for Deshaun Elliott also by about midseason, I think, especially as a roamer at free safety. But yeah, I think this defense, I mean, sure, there's a lot of what ifs, but hey, what are we doing here? Again, oh. let's talk about the dangers of too much Kool-Aid. But <laughs> you might as well just put the sign on my forehead, like the. I like the way Hutch is just an after <laughs> your whole thing. Hey, Hutch does his thing, and it's but Rodney. I'm yeah. assuming Hutch. You know, I obviously Hutch is the biggest thing, but I mean, that's why he's just so focused on him. Just you know, adding a little spice, a little flavor. Hutch is the main course, baby. He's gonna be a freaking awesome. I mean, he. I think he can do what Bosa did for the 49ers that year. They made a run, and he'll take this defense to the next level. I know, you know, we, they had a lot of good players on that defense, but I think we have quite a few ourselves. So thirteen and four is your prediction, right? Yes, that with was, a division that from, win. That was from multiplying three point five times three point five. That's a division win. And yeah. uh, we're going to the we go to the playoffs, you know, get at home. We we win the conference round at home. Before our users, we win the Super uh, Check Bowl. your math about rounding up. By the way, three point five times three point five is twelve point two five, and rounding up, well, you, you would be you don't round up in that scenario. You round down to twelve. <laughs> I did though. Okay. Okay. He's an acorn user. <laughs> Rounds up. It's the new math. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but you can round anything you want up. Who cares what rule is that you can't round up something that's below the new math halfway? I know that's a general rule of thumb, Big Z. You're throwing it in my face. I just rounded it up because hey, there's cool. Big Z's grandmother was a teacher. She knows things. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was too. All right. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, UJ. All right. Well, it's hard to follow that. Uh, Red Dog. Uh, as much as I give you a hard time about your uh, Kool-Aid, you know, addiction, uh, I, I'm I'm with you a little bit. Uh, I do think the prognosticators, uh, most of the writers, the beat writers, they're a bunch of pussies. And <laughs> I'm, I'm only saying this because I think they just they're just too afraid to think this team can be any good. Oh, if we say that, that's we sound like homers. We sound like this, you know. We, you know, I want I want to sound smarter, and I'm not gonna. You know, if they win, well, it's okay. But you know, I don't want to sound like it. Anyway, I think they're just too <laughs> afraid of their own shadows to, to write anything too positive. And uh, but I think there's a lot of positive to go with this team. If you look at this defense last year, at the end of the season, 
our defense is becoming effective. Okay, I'm not saying we were a great defense, but we were effective. We were making critical stops when we needed them, a key turnover at special times, and we started to win a few games. And that was last year's defense. We've added a lot of players this year. So I'm not saying we're going to be a top 10 D, but I think our D will be improved. I think fairly significantly, especially with Hutch. Oh, my God. I think Hutch is going to add just a dimension we haven't seen in years. Uh, but our offense, man, our offense looks looks loaded and ready to do damage. Uh, so if, if our defense can just, man, just carry its weight, make some critical stops here and there, I think we can win a lot of games. I think we're going to be in every game. So I'm going to be optimistic here, too, and I'm going to say 11 and 6. As our record this year, you know, there's going to be a couple of losses along the way. It's the NFL. If things happen, uh, it's not the ref's fault. It's our fault if we lose. But, you know, no, we, it's the ref's fault. No, it's no, 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 no. I'm it's the ref's fault. I'm buying into Campbell's mantra, man. It's our fault. Damn it's our man. fault. It's not the ref's fault. It's never the ref's fault. It's no one else's Don't fault but ours. Into existence. Our fault. Heartbreaking. Our loss. fault if no. we lose. So you know, but it's inevitable. It's the NFL. A lot of parody. So. But I, I really, really have a good feeling about this team this year. And why not? Why can't we win more games? Let's do it, man. 11 and 6 and playoff bound. That's my, that's my prediction. What, what about the division? I'd say we got a good shot at the division. I, think the, I don't think the Packers are going to be, I think the Bears are going to suck. I think the, the Vikings will yeah. be okay. Uh, they're going to be a, kind of a wild card. Packers will definitely be probably the favorite to win this division like they always are. But, they got a few uh, weak points too, so it's not a given that they're going to win it. So uh, I think it's up for grabs, personally. And why not? Why I Why don't need, we uh, grab it? Christian Watson. I see all I these Christian Watson to step up. Yeah, I see all these people getting you know knee burn over the freaking Vikings this year. I don't see why they're going to be so great. I mean, I I think they'll be a solid team, but like, they got David Blau now. Yeah, people are acting like they're like ready to just dominate this division, and like they're just assumed to beat the Lions. Did you guys see that interview with Campbell? He was like, asked him to go through the division. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, the Packers are tough, you know, and the Vikings got a really good team down there. And he's like, the Bears, you know, they got a new coach. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he gave nothing to the Bears, really. He, I missed that. But that's great. Seemed, I think it was on that uh, fan thing or whatever. But uh, it was good. And then so basically he sees the Packers, the Vikings as the threats. Yeah. But, he, but then he followed up with it. But we're way better this year. So That's right. So he wasn't counting them as better than the Lions. He's just saying they were the challenging ones. And we're well, grittier, too. The Lions. Yes. So the odds to win a division, this is for DraftKings, Packers minus 175, Vikings 2.5 to 1, Lions 10 to 1, 10 to 1 to win a division, and Bears 15 to Sell one. your house. Tell me the odds. Set it on. Um, so I'll go. I, I agree with the 10 and 7 uh, assessment. Uh, I do think the Lions are going to have a little bit of bumps. I, it's hard to completely turn it around, but uh, I do think 10-7 and 7 will get them to playoffs. I don't know if that will win the division, per se, uh, but I really like the way they're improving, and I, I think they actually have a favorable schedule this year, which I think will absolutely play in their favor. So one thing about the Lions schedule, besides the fact that they play at the same time every week, which I think is good for consistency purposes, uh, there's not mm -hmm. a lot of change in their schedule. The Lions also travel the least of any team in the NFL this year. They have the least amount of miles traveled, which is at least worth over a win, mm -hmm. uh, according to like some statisticians out there. So, yeah, I like that. Uh, but I, I like beating Chicago twice. I think they stink. They play New York. Uh, they play Carolina. I think those are wins. That's four. Jacksonville, I don't think is very good. Five, New York, six. 
Um, then it's a matter of stealing a couple. I think Washington's not very good. Seven. Uh, New England. I the Matt Patricia revenge game. Uh, oh, yeah. Matt Patricia is calling offense for New England this year, and um, it's it's always tough to travel on the road. But I think that could be an eighth or ninth win. Um, that, hey, Z, that's just a matter of being nice, a couple of the good teams. Whether it's, if this uh, Minnesota uh, ten and seven would include a second year win on Thanksgiving with uh, Jamison Williams coming out, it's a big flashy <laughs> game. Uh, that'd be incredible. Hawks showing up with a couple sacks. I think that would be put the Lions on the national. That would map. be epic. Oh, so, that, would that would be, be absolutely yeah, epic. That'd be great. Uh, and I, I do love catching Buffalo on, uh, you know, the Thanksgiving game. Hopefully they'll, you know, yeah. throw them off a little bit and give the Lions the advantage uh, at, at home. Honestly, that them and Philly, right? What about Philly? Game one at home. It's just like extra high energy game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And hopefully the injuries, you know, don't get too out of hand like they already seem like they're starting uh. to before even <laughs> play no. a snap. I know. That's the only thing they have. But me. UJ, maybe this uh, you know Big V gets hurt. Time and Kramer, uh, Stenberg might get in there. Might get some time. True, true. <laughs> but, hey, but something Campbell said during uh, Hard Knocks too. Just I, I just remembered. Remember he said about the injuries and stuff. Just this team's just all about hey, next guy up, man. I mean, I know that's a cliche term nowadays, but I think he like really means it. Like, I, I think he's these guys are. They're just ready and to go, like whoever it is, <laughs> and it is expected to just do it. And it, for some reason, I don't know why, but I think it has kind of a deeper meaning with Campbell. I don't know. And I think the players actually like believe it. Like they don't worry about like, well, if Ragnall gets hurt or somebody gets hurt. They're just gonna go fucking go with the next guy, and and they're fine with it. I mean, they like literally don't care. Like who yeah. goes in? <laughs> put the rookie. Put the undrafted free agent, and and. They're practicing what they preach. Well, yeah, but I mean, they've given so much power to these players personally with ownership of this team, and, and I think it started showing at the end of last year. Remember, we played undrafted free agents. We found these guys who out of nowhere, you know, because they gave them a chance. They, they believed in them and they trusted them. And I, and I think there's a certain level of trust here with this team that uh, kind of goes beyond the norm. And uh, so, so I think if we do have a couple injuries here and there. It's not going to affect us greatly. I think the guys who come up behind us are going to come in and they're just going to do their job because they know that what they got to do. And, and they just believe they trust. And there's a, there's a, just a, such a higher level this year than I, I've seen in so long. And so I'm, even if we do have a couple injuries, I'm not even that worried. Like it doesn't matter. It, none of it matters. We're, we're just going to do it. <laughs> I agree. Jay. You know? So I mean, this, this old line right. is ready to go, baby. I, they've built a culture of being an elite old line, and even the backups will buy into that. Like Evan Brown clearly did last year. Like this old line. But I love the way Dan Campbell is addressing the situation. How many coaches would start to just be like, oh, yeah, we'll try Sewell at ta- a guard and try like Decker at center and like, all this. Like he's just like, that is like, you know, because that's always what they say. It's like, you know, the best five offensive linemen, but honestly, I don't think that's always practice. You know, I think plenty of times you just see him put out the guy because it's his position, you know, and his next up. And he's truly showing that in practice. These guys are trying every position, every combination. Like, you know, I, I love that. All right. So let's get to the next category. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, rookie of the year for the Lions, just the Lions uh, specifically. Now, 
He's, I don't know if you want to include Hutch or not because he is the <laughs> favorite in uh, Vegas to be defensive player, rookie, defensive rookie of the year, like out of the entire league. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. My pick will be Hutch. Him? Hutch. So Hutch. I mean, it's Hutch. unanimous. Hutch. Yeah. Hutch we can talk sure. about our runner-ups. Nice like... and easy. <laughs> now, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. Um, biggest surprise uh, that maybe people aren't. Uh, who will be the biggest surprise? Uh, of the season this year, player-wise. I'll go first, if yep. you don't mind. I see all this stuff has been about uh, Rodrigo, Rodrigo. I think Derek Barnes is the guy who's going to be. I like it. Mm. We're going to be hearing his name a lot this year. I think he's the guy solidifying himself the way he came, came out at the end of camp. Campbell's impressed with him. I think he's going to – he's a little under the radar. He's not doesn't have the hype. But I think he's going to be sneaky good. And uh, Derek Barnes, my surprise guy. I like that. Mm. All right, like uh, Rudd Dog. Okay, well, part of me wants to say Rodrigo because I think he's just going to be better even than everyone's like imagining, and I think he's just going to be that good. But I'm going to go instead with Chris Board because I think he's low-key just sleeping. On, and most people are sleeping on him on this roster, and this guy was, by all accounts, ready to pop on the freaking you know, Ravens good linebackers so i have a feeling he's gonna maybe after a quiet camp he's gonna show up pretty regular in games and be a a solid contributor in that linebacker core. all right uj uh surprise player well boy i i got a few good candidates here but uh i'm gonna go with uh against my grain a little bit but uh, i'm gonna say jeff akuda i think uh oh i like it uh, I haven't had a lot of faith in Okuda in the last couple of years, and he hasn't really shown anything. But man, you got to just admire this guy's grit. It's incredible. I mean, his his comeback uh, from injury, and, uh, and I just I don't know. And he, and he won the starting job outright, pretty much. And uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna show some this year. And it might not be immediately, but I, I think as the season progresses and we, we see him play more, I, I'm looking for good things from uh, Jeff Okuda. I, I think he's gonna be a surprise. Really, a really pleasant surprise for this team this year. I like that, UJ. Hey, did you see uh, Goff said they asked him his who he's most impressed with on the defense coming out of camp, and he said Okuda. Did he really? Ooh, he, oh, nice. He challenged him. He made it tough for him every day. Uh, yeah. I like that. So, all right. Well, uh, Okuda was my first pick too, UJ, but I'll pick another one uh, that, right. that was close for me as well. Deshaun Elliott, the free safety. I don't think a lot of people know about him yet. Um Ooh. But uh, new new signing. This guy's getting his chance and opportunity to be uh, everyday starter in the league, and I think he's gonna, um, you know, we're gonna know his name at the end of the season for good reason. <laughs> hey, I like how all our surprises are on defense. Yes, so we must be. Yeah, we're all. Yeah. Hopeful. Well, that's uh, that's where the biggest gains are to be had. So uh, <laughs> true. Yes, true. That's for sure. Um. Okay. Now, now two the last two uh, predictions I want you guys to make. This is just for the league in general. Who's going to win MVP and who will be the Super Bowl winner? Uh, well, besides the Lions, if, if you didn't have to pick the Lions. <laughs> if we can't pick the Lions? Yeah. MVP of the league. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Who wants to go first? Well, I'll go. Uh, go. Josh, Josh Allen. Mm. He's the favorite the right now. Six and a half to one. Oh, high. Okay. So. <laughs> And then the Lions for the Super Bowl, because that's what I do on this podcast. <laughs> Too easy. Kool-Aid. 
right. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, with Jared Goff. I think he's going to light the league on fire this year and get that MVP locked down. And then uh, you're right. I will not say another team. Detroit for the Super Bowl, oh, baby. Man. I want to say God. All right, UJ, are you going to uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> take the easy road or pick a, you know, a team that's not the Lions? <laughs> if I was going to pick a team that's not the Lions right now, I know Josh Allen. The Lions 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, by the way. Easy money. Easy money. Josh Allen yeah, uh, is, is kind of a favorite, but I'm just going to go uh, kind of an obvious guy, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think Mahomes, I think the Chiefs did a lot this year to improve their team. Even losing, uh, what the hell's that guy's name? The receiver, but uh, Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill, and uh, yeah, I'm just going Mahomes. It's it's kind of an easy play, but I I don't like it. But I I I would love to see Goff do it. I mean, if he takes the Lions to, if if we win, you know, twelve games or something, like he could easily be the absurd. But but oh, I'm gonna yeah. get Goff oh, is yeah. like two hundred to one to win the MVP. Yeah. Well, he's always people are him. sleeping on him so hard. I I think. Oh, I think he could be so. It's good. like Campbell said, like, "We're that horse that the won the Kentucky Derby, right?" The, uh, he's having oh, yeah. his team tailored to him. That, like, that horse was so far behind everybody, and it came back and won the Derby. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, that's who yeah, we are. Yeah. We're that horse. We're that horse. So, so uh, anyway. the Bills five and a half to one are the favorites. Then the Buccaneers seven to one. Chiefs and Packers are ten to one. Rams twelve to one. Chargers fourteen to one. Forty Nine ers sixteen to one. Uh, and then Broncos and Ravens twenty to one. Hmm. Uh, the Eagles are twenty two to one. Um, oh, wow. and as I mentioned, Lions tied for the third lowest with the Bears and Seahawks <laughs> at one hundred fifty to one. The only two lower that net are the Falcons and the Texans. So, <laughs> so was that dark horse range twenty two to one where the Eagles are? I thought that just seems like pretty low odds. Hey, why don't we all? That is about. The why don't we all chip range. in twenty bucks? I'm the Lions <laughs> to make a to million win the Super Bowl, make fifteen thousand a little bit. So, um, my prediction uh, if the if the Lions don't win the Super Bowl is um, the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl uh, over the Saints. Actually, Saints. Uh, who are you predicting? Saints. Though? What do you mean if the Lions don't win? Who are you predicting to win the Super Bowl? The Lions, of course. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. if <laughs> if I had to pick one outside the Lions. Jesus. We didn't understand the assignment. This is the, the outside the Lions podcast. We refuse to acknowledge <laughs> the assignment. <laughs> How do you get the Saints up there, Big Z? Uh, I just like their. I love their defense, and I I, I actually like their coach. So, and I, I think with Jameis Winston and then Michael Thomas, uh, wow. I think they have enough on offense. But I think their defense. Chris Olave, Dennis yeah. Allen's the coach I wanted the Lions. Did to, Sean Payton uh, leave? Yes, New Orleans. Yeah, oh, wow, did. I didn't know that. So Zach, if you could redo it again, would pull that rock over your head, uh, <laughs> Red Dog? Stop living under it. Oh wait, what? So he he was the That's coach you wanted, Z. Uh, I mean, I didn't even know Dan Campbell's on the radar. Obviously, since then I've. Change of mind. I I really like what Dan Campbell's done in the direction they're going, but that's who I initially oh, predicted okay. wanted uh, two years ago. Gotcha. Um, so, anyways, uh, I think that is everything I wanted to cover. So those are our predictions for the season and our predictions for the Eagles game. <laughs> so double prediction episode. Gotta love it. Um, that'll probably be the only one of the year where we do that until the playoffs. So get excited, Lions fans. Get excited. Oh. 
The yeah. winning starts Sunday. The Kool-Aid is going to be Oh, it's so going to be blowing. I'm going to be filled my pool full of Kool-Aid, my swimming pool. You know, let's just imagine yeah. Shark catching like like 60-yard bombs for touchdowns. Hmm. Imagine them. Hey. Well, we'll see if Jared Goff throws it that far. So Hey, he was throwing spirals in camp, though. Ooh. Which was, I know we mentioned that earlier, but it's worth re-mentioning. Uh, I don't think he threw a whole spiral, a, a spiral once last year in the whole season. <laughs> but during camp, he was throwing a lot of beautiful spirals. And if anyone's watched right. NFL films, you know, the most beautiful thing in the world is a spiral football the best flying spirals. in slow motion toward a receiver. That's, yeah, that's a hard-knock staple, a, a, a one-minute clip of a football in the air. <laughs> Yeah, hey, but at least think. it was spiraling. UJ, if it was last year, that would have been a wobbling that's football. What I'm saying, man, that's what I'm saying. I got high up. I'm with All right. You. So that's going to wrap it up. Um, thank you to SidelineReport.com for hosting a podcast. Yeah. Sideline Report. That. Yeah. Thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. For producing a podcast. Uh, Spotify, Apple, or Good Podcast. Download. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that as well. Otherwise, Instagram and drinking blue Kool Aid. Twitter. At Drinking Lions. And stay tuned soon. Uh, we might have a contest for all our listeners to participate in uh, to spread the love. So just stay tuned to that. Start uh, paying attention to our social media um, for more news on that soon. Okay. Otherwise, thank you, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go. Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field.